0: The Palestinian cause speaks to every American. Something strange about how Hamas' existence directly aligns with Israel's narrative and mm. Israel's interests.
1: And he literally grabbed my brother in a chokehold,
0: little five-year-old, and he put a gun to his head. This is the Ansari podcast. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, man. As-salamu alaikum. I appreciate you coming on. I know this was uh, last minute, but the situation right now is dire yeah. in what's happening across the world. Yeah, wallah Oh my God. So what's Palestine looking like right now? What's happening on the ground? There?
1: So right now it's, it's, a, it's a dangerous reality. And what we're seeing today, it's a concentration camp. It's literally a concentration camp, right? They're depriving them of, of the basic needs of life. They don't have clean water. Uh, they can't get all the nutrition, the nutritional needs. Uh, they, they like, cement was was blocked from them the past six months, even before this, this conflict, right? So they can't even build up what was demolished. Um, and for the past seven, 17 years, since 2006, Hamas has been the official government of Gaza. Right? Um, and since then, it's been blockaded. Uh, there have been like five wars that were waged by Israel on the people of Hamas. Every single time it was disproportionate. Every single time it was self-defense from the Gazan side. Every single time the more Palestinians would die, like I'm talking about in in multiples, right, in multiples. And they're using this claim, you know, it's unfortunate, Israel uses this claim that people still believe, and it's it's actually funny that people still believe this claim that, oh, they're taking it as human, they're taking these civilians as human shields. And I'm wondering, like, okay, is, are the civilians, are the fighters going to be in the mosques, the universities, the hospitals? in the buses that were transporting the refugees from north to south yesterday 40 people were, were were bombed right a missile dropped on a bus of civilians that were moving from north to south following the 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 Israeli army's uh, announcement to move right and then they bombed that street too uh, and they killed several civilians there so so they're obviously after civilians it's not it's not even like whoever says that the that Hamas is is using these civilians as human shields. You know, is is still living in a delusion.
0: Oh, and they, they yeah. so outrightly say that. Oh they're yeah, the they're
1: they're delusional. People. They're delusional. Like, okay. So, Hamas, how many fighters? Are there? 16, 20, 30,000? I don't know. However much. They're they're blocking food, water, medical supplies, uh electricity from who? From Two million people, collective punishment, right? Just blockading all of them, punishing all of them, you know, punishing the wombs that gave birth to people that would accept Hamas as a, as a group to, uh, to be in, right? It's a faction of many factions that exist in Gaza, right? Fatah, Hamas, Jihad Islami. Uh, You know uh, Hizb al-Democrati Jabha Sha'bi There's so many different groups Right But you're doing You're dropping This collective punishment On everyone And then you're claiming That you're only fighting One group Right Hmm. So
0: Yeah yeah. I also I actually wanted to talk to you About this So this is Israeli army Pouring cement Into Palestinian wells But they've been doing this Even before the conflict
1: Dude They've been doing it Since I was a kid And I lived
0: in Palestine Subhanallah And then I, want, I wanted to talk to you about this, which mm-hmm. is the um, understanding the terrorist playbook, which is okay. something that all elites across the world are using. Okay. And they use this as a moral and political tool to destroy their enemies or political, uh, opponents. Say, uh, political opponents, right? Mm. Uh, it seems that when they want to scare their people, whether it's America entering Iraq and Afghanistan, even though it was Saudis and Egyptians who did it, or China to the Uyghurs or France to the Muslims, or, or israel to the palestinians or even muslim governments themselves against their po- political opponents okay. using this terrorist playbook where they they always say oh well there's a terrorist right that the we yeah. the uighurs in china there's the chinese people yeah, yeah. no think that the Uyghurs are terrorists yeah uh, muslims in the muslim world think that whoever the political opponent of the dictator they have is are terrorists mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. especially even if you look at how much power the United States gained after 9-11, both nationally and internationally. Mm. 9-11 allowed America to pass the Patriot Act and other acts that have allowed the NSA and FBI and CIA to mm. become the powerhouses they are today. Mm. They didn't have the political power or uh, or lawful power A that lawful they have today to and do. how much they can spy on citizens. And mm. as well as internationally, uh, America started two wars based off the mm. excuse of yes, 9-11. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it seems like something that Israel uses quite a bit with Hamas mm-hmm. is is the exact same playbook. Yeah. We're going to say they're terrorists, and they may very well be, but we're going to use this excuse of terrorism to do much more than that. Mm-hmm. Something strange about how Hamas's existence, just existence alone, directly aligns with Israel's narrative mm-hmm. and Israel's interests. Mm-hmm. As long as Hamas exists, as long as an enemy exists... Mm-hmm. Israel can continue to protect itself. Because if you look at it, the, the Iron Dome that they have, one of the best defenses yeah. in the world. Uh, Israel has one of the best military defenses, both air and land in the world. Yeah. Uh, they have one of the best intelligence in the world. They're, they're so good at intelligence that even the CIA learns from them and MI6 learns from them in Britain. Mm. That's how good Israeli intelligence is. And somehow they miss this attack. Somehow. And even... Israelis are starting to speculate that this was something that Netanyahu either enabled or allowed to happen.
1: Mm. I, I, that's far-fetched, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, knowing, uh, knowing Israel the way it is yeah, and, and, and understanding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about them, أَحْرَصَ النَّاسِ عَلَى <حَيَة> And you will find them to be the most, the most uh, they preserve their lives the most no matter how they're living no matter what they're eating what they as long as they're alive right so they are they, they they protect their lives very well and i don't think they mess around with this because but by the way you know israel just it lost so much with this attack i don't think it's it could have been that because they lost so much with it number 1 they lost mean, their God? credibility like the iron dome it lost its credibility like they used to say oh nothing goes through what do you mean like everything goes through. You know, it looks like they could even... Like right now, Hamas is even saying where it's going to land and exactly what time it's going to land. Like they won't be able to do that unless they can overcome the dome, right? Um, The same thing with this this fence. They were trying to sell it, right? They were trying to sell it to other countries, saying that, that our wall can prevent anyone from going through it. Like it's impossible. It's unpenetrable. And then boom, it was... You know, fifteen or eighteen different places within thirty minutes it was penetrated in eighteen different spots, right? So I think it was a mishap You know, it was them. Their intelligence, there was a gap. You know, there was a gap there, and and they admitted it. It's not something I'm. They all admitted it, right? Today, the 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 Shabbat, uh, the the head of the the Shabbat forces, and that's the like their their highest intelligence. I think the equivalent of like the NSA or something, right? In Israel, they he said, look, look, this was. I, he's like, I take complete blame Is our shortcoming We 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 couldn't read it We didn't know it's coming X, Y, and Z The intelligence that they use against us You know, every single Palestinian Has a profile in their system mm-hmm. Did you know an Israeli could randomly Take a picture of a Palestinian And upload their image Into a database That everyone has, right? And then they create a profile for that So every Palestinian has that You're walking in the West Bank, just by walking in a checkpoint, it automatically identifies your face, pulls up the database, rings you up and says whether you're a threat and what level of threat you are before you even get into the checkpoint. Like it's scanning people's faces. Like that's how much subjugation they're going through. Right. And they're losing their land. They're losing they're losing everything. So that is what's fueling the 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 military, the, the combat oriented groups in Palestine and I think that's why before I speak to anyone you I ask are you with the oppressed or with the oppressor? Okay, if they say oh, we're with the oppressed. Okay, let's find out who's oppressed whose land was taken whose property was confiscated more innocent lives were killed who uh, is is Entrapped who is not giving uh, given a decent living who's not given basic human rights that are guaranteed to every human being according to the United Nations and and peace uh, treaties and resolutions and whatnot, right? So, and you would easily come to the conclusion that the Palestinians are oppressed in this conflict. The second, does a person have the right to defend themselves? You know, my kids are watching the news, right? And as they're sitting watching the news, Boba, what's happening? What? There's a war. Is this what's going on? Why, why is Ammo's house demolished? Why did my cousin? get killed. Why yesterday I was just calling my cousin uh, calling a friend of mine and he said my whole 13 floor apartment got leveled. His father worked 40 years to build it. 40 years. And it got leveled in a second. Right? So I think I think you know it's very what's happening is very sad and and it shows us how susceptible people are and how weak they are towards this propaganda. And it, to show you how much Israel feels threatened by the truth. Although we don't have weapons. We don't have intel we don't have technology like they have all we have is the word and they are th- they're so threatened by this world of uh, this word that we have to say what i'm saying right now they are so threatened by it that they flag posts they block they close accounts they block people they got bots just commenting and 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 flooding people's comments on on their Twitters and on their Facebooks and what because they know if this truth that is very convincing if it reaches the people and the masses the people are going to believe it like that they know that or else okay if you really feel like you have the truth then why are you blocking
0: hmm.
1: why are you closing why are you blocking posts why are you removing posts why are you You know, like flooding these accounts with with these bots and whatnot, right? Why are you doing all these things? Just let it be.
0: I was just saying to my friend the other day that knowing the kindness and the justice in the hearts of Americans, if they actually knew and saw what was happening in Palestine, Mm -hmm. they would immediately be with Palestinians. 100%. There would be no
1: issue. 100%. You know why? Because I believe the Palestinian cause speaks to the American people. Anyone who studied the history of America... The history of the Revolutionary uh, War and the, the struggle against the British colonization, to attain freedom, and 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 to be able to to write your future down, to build a constitution yourself, and to stand up for what's true. Like I believe, the Palestinian cause, the way we see it as Palestinians, speaks to every American. And if they if they saw Israel, as the colonizer they would not stand with them for a moment.
0: Which they are. Yeah.
1: And they're standing with them because they're misinformed. Mm-hmm. And that's where our job comes, you know, to, to 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 put the truth out, to let the people know what's going on mm-hmm. uh, in reality, you know. And, you know, uh, I believe that America loves, like, when once they see the values of Islam in practice, they automatically love it. Like... I was listening to a podcast, Joe Rogan, talking about the the Muslim fighters in the UFC. He's like, these people are so family oriented, they're dedicated, they, they they you know, they just they don't mess around and go around like you know, parties and wasting their money blowing it for nothing. No, they actually they have a purpose, right? And family to them is number one. I think that speaks to every American. Mm-hmm. I think Americans like and when they actually meet a Muslim when they see a Muslim, you notice that they their perspective changes. Yeah. You know, their pers- the moment they meet a Muslim, they're like, oh wow, these people aren't so bad. And that's why that's why, like, my neighbors, I talked to them, and you know, the first thing they did was like when they saw what's happening, like, oh my God, what's going on here? These terrorists are attacking how's their your, your family. Is your family safe? They don't even know. They know we're Muslim. They don't even know which side <laughs> we're on. They don't even know that we're the The side of the Palestinians were actually oppressed by the Israelis. They have no idea, but you know what? They know what they hear in church, and they know what they hear on Fox News or CNN, whatnot. And it's you know, I think it's our job, man. Mahmoud, it's our job. This, our word is all we got, and we gotta spread it. We gotta let people know what's happening. More than a thousand children now killed in Gaza. Where are your sorrows? Is innocent blood equal in your eyes? Is one innocent Israeli life equal to one innocent Palestinian life or not? If you say no, then I have nothing to tell you. Simple as that. If you said no, they're not equal, the Israeli life is more valuable, then you know what? We can't even talk. Because you. I need to teach you how to be a human. Right? I need to literally teach you how to be a human first. Because me as a Muslim, I'm obliged to believe that they're equal. This innocent life is an innocent life. Right, and if I see it, I was like, "Oh no, he's Muslim. His life is more valuable." No, no, no. An innocent life is an innocent life, yeah. right? And and that's what God tells us in the Quran. Right? Yeah.
0: So uh, I think their claim that forty Israeli babies were killed was CNN came out dude, and said that was wrong.
1: Dude, that lie is being spread so much and at such a high level. The president even said it. It came out of the White House. That lie came out of the White House, right? And the 700, the 100 children that were killed the day after on the Palestinian side, that didn't even make the news. I don't, Joe Biden didn't get that memo. You know, nobody got that memo, right? Either they don't care or they don't know. And apathy is worse than ignorance, to be honest. Like if they don't care, then then we can't help them, right? If you just don't care about Palestinians, then dude, you got to go find humanity in your heart.
0: So you really don't think that Hamas's existence aids Israel in its occupation of Palestine?
1: Well, there's a way. Fatah's existence can aid Israel too. Look, what since Fatah came, they occupied most of the West Bank. Like you could, you know, you could use that. And with Israel every... doesn't
0: mind Fatah.
1: No, Israel. That's I. I don't. I think yeah, Israel doesn't mind Fatah either. Because look at look at Fatah has. What they call tanzik emni in you know, Arabic, like they have a security agreement, right? They right. actually they cooperate.
0: I think George Soros. Search this up real quick. George Soros, yeah. literally a year ago, ridiculed uh, George Soros is a prominent Jewish uh, uh, philanth, you can call him a philanthropist, but he's an American investor. Yeah, he's a billionaire, and, and he ridiculed Israel for its lack of wanting to make peace talks or negotiations with Hamas, mm-hmm. and he told them that that would backfire, but. I think one of the I, it contributes you could it depends how you look you at, you at it. gives me a convincing yeah. reason why it shouldn't be the case because yeah. if if when, when when in Egypt when a dictator there wants something to go his way he mm. just blows up a car. And as soon as he blows up a car mm. He can do whatever he wants, right? Yeah. He just blames it on the Muslim Brotherhood, and mm. now we gotta go kill Muslim Brotherhood members and, yeah. and put them in prison. Put them in prison, yeah. so, so why wouldn't that be the same tactic that's used across the world? Mm. Why, why are you saying that it's not used in Israel with Hamas?
1: I wouldn't think so, because it's so close to home to them. It's such a, a security threat. Like right now, like I don't think people, uh, people need to understand how much Israel is losing right? Like, this war is going to cost a lot. Now, 300,000 reservists that are off of their regular jobs that are coming in to go into combat, you know, the the their economy is on hold. People are leaving in swarms, right? Whether by, by ships or by plane, you know, people just leave it. Like, this affects the stability of the country, right? And nobody would, I believe, would risk that. You know, and I don't think that... I I believe it's like okay, this is a natural, this is a different pathway that another faction, another Palestinian faction, took towards uh, achieving independence, right, and and towards restoring their their land, right. I don't think Israel
0: saw this coming though. I don't think Israel saw this coming at all, and I also don't think they're losing that much money because the military-industrial complex, along with uh, Israel Zionist elites, that are that are in this whole you know yeah. web of military industrial complex in america and finances and vanguard and blackrock and so on mm. and those companies are making billions off of this situation right
1: mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i don't think you first need to understand the value of israel in the middle east you know israel is there for security the west wants security in that region correct and that's why it's such a valuable ally when Israel's insecure the region's insecure when the region's insecure. It's it's up for grabs for any group or faction And that's why this area has to stay uh, stable Or else, why does everyone want peace? right? Why why is everyone saying There has to be two states There has to be peace There has to be sovereignty And, and so on and so forth And I, I, I just you know, How long can you sanction a people? How long can you blockade them? How long can you deprive them? Before they, they start to think to themselves Hey, we're dying anyway why not just die with a fight? You know, you're killing us, you know, slowly. Uh, so these people are dehumanizing our, you know, people, civilians. And, and, and because of their dehumanization, people are accepting of this genocide that's taking place right now. Yeah. Right? It's genocide. This is according to the United Nations. It's not something that we, we say as Palestinians. No, the whole world recognizes Israel as an occupying force in the West Bank so they are occupiers number 1 number 2 they are increasing settlements especially under the the, the government of Benjamin Netanyahu uh he is a far like a hardline right wing he just wants to basically eradicate anything called palestine get rid of the palestinian people uh and that rhetoric began with with him uh you know like the strong rhetoric and the like the 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 plans to completely take over the West Bank. And this is exactly what they did. And then all the villages and the towns, the Palestinian villages and towns, are pretty much closed off. Every main road, bloodline that leads to that city has a big uh, a, a, a blockage, it has a gate, and it, and it constantly has Israeli soldiers waiting there. They could close the whole city, lock it down. They could pretty much, just like they did the last 10 days, they could lock down and paralyze all the movement in the West Bank in one day. Just one call. All right, stop it. They close the doors, soldiers post up, and that's it. It's Nobody under their could control. go in there. It's totally under their control.
0: Can you, can yeah. you pull Rahim up this? Uh, you said the West Bank. Should we just drop yeah. the West yeah, yeah, Bank? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think we should. Yeah. So that's the West Bank right there, right? So if you see the Quds, Jerusalem, right there in the center. So Eastern Jerusalem is, according to the United Nations, the capital of the proposed Palestinian state, right? Mm-hmm. But that obviously never happened. Um,
0: and Trump gave it to them. And-,
1: and and Trump pretty much gave them the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he just recognized the whole thing, East and and Western Jerusalem as the capital of uh, of Israel, which uh, created a lot of turmoil. And you know, it's it's a product of I think the the bad policies, right, that were taken by Israel as an occupying force they never really wanted peace they never expressed that they want peace uh and they never even if they said it they never showed anything in in practicality right there's nothing on paper nothing uh on the land that shows that they ever wanted peace right um what they're doing to our brothers and sisters in in Gaza is a whole different ball game right so Gaza so Gaza's Reza, down r- here. Down here. If you, we could zo- zoom into that. It's that strip in the... Exactly. Southeast. So Gaza's small, right? Gaza is, is is very small. And it's the most densely populated area in the world. There's 2.2 2 million people in that that small strip of land right there. Wow. Yeah, 2.2 2 million people. And, uh, you know... yeah, you see yeah.
0: how big Gaza is? Like... With the square the, footage? Yeah. Like square miles. Or
1: square miles or square kilometers.
0: So, so what are they doing right now to, to Gaza and to the West Bank? So uh, Gaza
1: was, yeah, so it's right there, 140 uh, square miles.
0: 140 square miles. Yeah. And two million people. About two million people. Yeah. So if you divide that, that's like. Wow. The, yeah. the Gaza Strip is 25 miles long. Yeah. 6 to 12 kilometers wide. Dude,
1: 25 miles. That's what I drove from my house to here. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> what I... Driving from my house to here took me about uh 25 minutes. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a trip from the suburbs a to the city. From,
1: yeah, the north to the south, right there. Wow. Yeah, that's all of Gaza. Two million people. And two million people live in that. And
0: aren't that's there... Small strip. Isn't there an equivalent amount of Palestinians as Israelis? Um, population no, wise uh, Believe it or not The Palestinians Are
1: still more than the Israelis In p- population Yeah in population In population With all of that So I think I- inside and out You know like Palestinians are So the Palestinians inside of Palestine Are, are, are about 5-6 million
0: mm-hmm.
1: Right uh, But outside of Palestine Some estimates Are saying they go up to about 20 million Oh, Palestinians, all over the world, distributed, right? So, uh,
0: yeah, I don't think, yeah, right. people. Are g- Let's, gonna try post <laughs> Let's try a gun. Let's try a gun. I, I th- is this it? Let's see that.
1: We are working, operating militarily according to rules of international law. Period. It's not true. This rhetoric about civilians is not aware, not aware, not involved. It's absolutely not true. We are not finish them. Finish not them.
2: We are find going them. Whatever the hell you have to do to defend yourself, level the place.
1: I hope that they are showing Hamas just this much of the wrath of God.
2: Israel has every right under the laws of war to strike back. And I, right
0: I think that Israel... Does
2: have that right? But Kumjanam Rattesolajanam. The war is not just with Hamas, the war is uh, all the
0: civilians. Yeah. That guy said it. He's an Israeli soldier that yeah. said that. It's a heartbreaking thing. SubhanAllah, that, that little baby Has gone through more than I ever have and dude. baby Dude, you have
1: no idea what these people went through These people Like, okay, let's think of the, the, the Hamas fighter How old do you think the average Hamas fighter is right now? The foot soldier
0: I have no idea
1: like just what, what 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 age is a, a soldier 30. typically? Thirty years old. So this person lived through six wars and two intifadas,
0: right? What's
1: an intifada? Intifadas like when when the people just rebel, yeah, I and mean against like there was one in two thousand and one to two thousand and three, a big intifada, right? And then the 2006 war, then 2008 and nine, then 2014, and then, you know, like so many of these wars. This person saw all these images. You see what we just saw? That is what's playing in the head and in the mind of every single fighter in that group,
0: and every Palestinian.
1: And every Palestinian. You're telling me that these people saw so much. The Palestinians are, 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 are fed up and are sick and tired of the, this world. This world is hypocritical, man. This world, uh, you know, when they, they, they cry and it's fake. It's fake sorrow. That's all it is. You know, if you truly had sorrow, then you would cry for every innocent life. If you felt bad, you'd, you'd feel bad for every child. But that's not, that's not the case, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it's a sad reality, man. You know what we just saw right now is 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 heartbreaking. Right? These are innocent children just sleeping at night. You know, probably talking to their parents before they get bombed. Mom, dad, why are we why is this happening to us? Why are they killing? Dude, you want to fight? Hamas just go in and fight. Right? Go, go uh, and 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 try to fight them. Find them and fight them. Why are you fighting leveling buildings with innocent people in it, you know? That's, that's so disproportionate. There's no symmetry, man. There's no, none whatsoever.
0: One's a global superpower and the other is uh, people living yeah. in a concentration camp. A
1: superpower camp. supported by superpowers with billions of dollars of funding, the most sophisticated military equipment. And then on the other side, you just have people
0: that are trying to make ends meet. I believe my friend, he's actually a, a white American, told me that Israel has a clause with the NATO... That if NATO were to ever uh, abandon Israel, Israel can self-destruct and it could demolish basically anything in the region. Whatever they have to do to save themselves, hmm. and that America and NATO signed off on this. They're oh. like, okay, really? Yeah, Israel has the right if if America and NATO detract, never, never heard retract. About that. For them to be able to like, they're 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 a nuclear superpower. They just won't yeah, admit yeah. it.
1: No, they won't admit it. Of course, but they have nuclear. Oh rockets. yeah, a lot, a lot, a rockets. lot of nuclear warheads too, man. Yeah. Um, and the only reason they won't use it on Palestinians is because of the vicinity. Yeah, it's right next to them. Because it's right next to them, that's it. it'll be threatening to them.
0: You want to show? Uh, there's also this video of a Chicago kid. I this is this American said it so beautifully. This one will be easier to find, inshallah. All right, go easy on me. So this father right here, by the way, Arwa uh, Arwa Ibrahim posted this. Mm. Uh, He said, I did the strangest thing today. I exchanged my child with my brothers. I took two of his children, and he gave me two of mine. And he gave me two of his. So in case I get bombed, one of mine will survive. And if he gets bombed, one of his will uh, live. One of his will... uh, What
1: kind of decision? Imagine having to make that decision. Dude, the apartheid did you did you know him? nelson mandela visited palestine right i did he, not yeah he visited palestine and he saw the condition and he said that the situation of the palestinians the apartheid that they're living is worse than the one in south africa
0: are you serious yes i think he gave a speech about the palestinians too and he said that the world mm-hmm. won't be free until palestinians are
1: free until palestinians are free exactly I think the biggest lie that they made Americans believe is that Israel is the sole representative of Jews. Hence, if you say, if you do or say anything against the state of Israel, its policies, its conduct, its ethics, you're speaking about Jews. That shouldn't be, that equation is something we reject. That whole premise is something we reject. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, it doesn't represent all Jews. It literally doesn't. You know, there are Jews that are not in Israel, right? And they they don't agree with Israel. So,
0: Do you think that... Why is it that Muslims care so much about the conflict between Israel and Palestine while there are many atrocities and oppressive states happening to Muslims, such as mm. uh, the Uyghurs to China and uh, in Yemen, what Saudi Arabia is doing to Yemen, Uh, India, Burma, France, and and others? Because you mentioned it isn't anti-Semitic. Then why is it that Muslims care so much about the Israeli conflict?
1: Hmm. So look, there's so many conflicts around the Muslim world. But the one political cause that unites every Muslim in the world is Palestine. There's only one political cause. There's Literally, I don't think you could find a single political cause that unites every Muslim in the world Except for Palestine, and
0: why is that? Because of the, the spiritual. No,
1: because the, every Muslim sees the justice in it. You see, a Muslim can't buy into like the the, the Zionist narrative. It just, you know, it, it it's counter Islamic. <laughs> it's counter Jewish. It's counter. It's counter Jewish it, and counter Christian. It's counter faith. You know, like like you are commanded by God to be just in your assessment of things. And in order to be just, you you have to judge it. And not only that, it's it's because they they see their Muslim brothers and sisters being killed unjustly, right? On the day-to-day basis. It's constantly happening. This conflict has been ongoing. So as Muslims, we kind of inherit it, right? From generation to generation, we inherit the cause of Palestine, right? So you go to like Algeria, for example, right? Whenever there's like a soccer game. Algeria is far away from Palestine. But when the Palestinian soccer team goes to play in Algeria against the Algerian team, the Algerians are chanting for Palestine.
0: Mm.
1: Right? They're not even chanting. They have Palestinian flags. And these are Algerian fans. Right? (laughs) Just to show you the solidarity. And the the, the Algerian team actually loses the game on purpose. It's a strong team. And the Palestinians score on them. and, And they're fine with it. And they hug their brothers. And they're like... You know, yeah. we're with you just just to show them solidarity. Right. And and you cannot find a single probably like protest in any single Muslim nation without a Palestinian flag. Right. So this Palestinian flag actually. And this is why perhaps they don't want the Palestinian flag to be hung like in, in France and in Germany and UK. They're debating whether they should make it outlawed to, to wave the Palestinian flag. Why? Because these flags were made to divide the nations. These flags were tailored and given to the governments of these small Muslim nations so that they could take pride in it more than their own faith and the people that they belong to. But this flag made its way, although it's not even a country in the whole nation-state breakdown of the world, Palestine hasn't received its sovereignty, but this flag became... The one that unites Muslims across the globe, right? And that's why they're attacking the flag now, you know, because it's like, hey, this became the flag of Muslims now, you know, yeah. which is kind of dangerous. It, exactly, it became a symbol of unity. So, so, alhamdulillah, you know, for that, this is something that they definitely didn't take into account. They definitely didn't prepare for They didn't design this flag for it to be that way. But hey, it just, it it's what it is. Right, yeah. and it's their failure to 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 address the Palestinian struggle that made it that way. And then, so long as people are in concentration camps, the occupations continued, and Palestinians don't have their their freedom and their land back, uh, you know, the situation is just gonna just stay the way it is. Yeah, right? I think for that. me,
0: when 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 someone asked me that very question, it was actually a white American that asked me that question as to why do Muslims care so much about the Israeli Palestinian conflict and not about all the other equally as bad conflicts across the world that's happening to Muslims, my response to him was, one is maddening, and the other one isn't, right? Because Mm. if you ask any American or anyone across the world, is what Mm. China doing to the Uyghurs, is that correct? They'll tell you absolutely not. Is what Saudi Arabia doing to Yemen, is that correct? They'll tell you no. Russia doing Ukraine. Russia doing to Ukraine? They tell you no. So it it almost it's it's a gift and a curse in that it puts our heart at ease. At least you see the reality I see. But when it comes to the Israel Palestinian conflict, it's so maddening for us as Muslims because we see the truth. We see exactly what's happening, and non-Muslims too see the truth and see exactly what's happening. The ones that are on our side, Mm -hmm. and then somehow there's a different a group of people, so many of them too, that we love and thought were our friends and stuff and are on the sides of the oppressors. Yeah. And that's what makes it hurt so much, t- to me at least. It does, man. Is because I don't know a single person supporting China in their their mm. genocide of the Uyghurs, but, but I know many won't. supporting Israel in their genocide of the they Palestinians.
1: Won't. They won't. And that's why I simply ask, like when people tell me, I'm like, dude, if your house was invaded, you're an American, you're a Texan. You know, I'm, I'm here in Texas, right? I'm like, you're a Texan. Somebody comes to your house, takes it out. What are you going to do to that person? You know, it's as simple as that. It's not even, it, it. there's no explain. What if he says that my grandfather's grave is under your house? Like, dude, I built this house. You know, what are you talking about this grave that of a grandfather from like a thousand years ago? I don't care about your grandfather. I've been here for the past several hundred years. We built this house, me, my grandfather, and my great grandfather. And we, we've been building it and improving it for this whole time. Are you just going to tell him, yeah, you know you deserve it. This was your grandfather's land back in back in the day before, like nobody would say that. All right, you know, nobody would say not a single American would just give it up. I'm, I'm gonna tell you that for sure. But it's what's like saying, interesting is, yeah, what we're seeing right now is like, wow, they're still putting up a resistance. You're you're talking about seventy some odd years later, and the people are still putting up a fight and still resenting the occupation and re- refusing to admit. You know, refusing to let go of their land. And, you know, as a Palestinian, I'm telling you, Palestinians would never forget their land. As a people, Palestinians are a very proud people. They're not, they're not a watered down, washed away. You could see Palestinians all over the world. They've been in Chile for 40 years, 50, 60, 70 years, right? They go to, they could be in Siberia, but the Palestinian would always be proud to be a Palestinian and always raise a child to say hey you're gonna go back to palestine one day you know your house your land is over there you better go back and get it right we're not gonna forget uh and it's just not it's not our nature it's not the way we were brought up as palestinians it's you know we're, we're kind of rooted into that land because these aren't a normal people in palestine like these people followed every prophetic prophet and message mm. Like these are people whose ancestors followed Moses and the Torah, and they followed Jesus, and the Bible and the Gospel, and they followed Muhammad, mm-hmm. sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the Quran. So they followed every and they followed they they've been following through, and they and and that's why Isa wasalam, when he comes back, and that's another like Jesus. spiritual Jesus peace be upon him when he comes back as the Messiah, and we believe that too as Muslimin right. When he comes back, he he's going to come back to the same people that accepted him the first time. That's why he's going to come back to that land. He's not going to come to Wyoming. He's not going to go to China, right? He's not going to go to Paris. He's going to go to that land because that's the land that embraced him and accepted him, and those are the people that defended him the first time, yeah. right? So that's something. That's something
0: deep, and that's that's one of the issues, right? Is what, yeah. why Israel evangelical Christians in the South mm. some even support Israel more than Israelis themselves, mm. and it's because they have a religious belief that Jesus will come back when Jews are in control of Jerusalem, which is mm. true also in the Islamic narrative. But this is why they're like, they basically tried to manufacture yes. the, the rise yes. of, of Jesus. And SubhanAllah, in the 10 first verses in Surat Al-Kahf, the passage mm. of the cave, mm. Allah tells uh, which, is, which is supposed to protect us from the Antichrist, mm. right? Uh, Allah says to the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, do not worry about the Christians they will be the means to their own destruction. They will bring about. They will manufacture their own destruction. Wow. And subhanAllah so yes. that you see them, mm. they're the ones manufacturing this. Yeah, they're this, creating this. this, this yeah. uh, they, they,
1: they're paving the way
0: they're paving for the way.
1: this for this to happen. And it's it's ironic that that they're the ones paving the way since you know, they believe that these the the Jews that they are supporting are the ones that killed who they believe is God. Yeah, and who persecuted their ancestors and their saints and their righteous men and women who brought their religion to them, you know. So it's it's very ironic. Former president of Israel, Ehud Barak. They told him, if you were Palestinian, what would you be? He's like, I'll be Hamas. Wow. He's the former. Are you serious? Yeah, he's the former Israeli really president. He's the one. Yeah, one of the ones like the earlier um. ones, like in the early. I think it was the early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, this guy like I'm telling you like these guys are radical. You know they 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 they're on some other so so they, they understand what resistance is. What is the hardest
0: part about this for you as a Palestinian? Honestly? Just living with the trauma. What do you mean by that? Just living
1: living and growing up. You know like I I think a lot of people don't understand what it's like to, to, to grow up as a Palestinian. And me, I lived in Palestine for five years. My first night of living in, in, in Palestine, I woke up at 2 a.m., I was nine years old, and I can't forget this memory. Three soldiers were pointing their guns at me, their machine guns, and they, were, they bombarded our house. My mom was yelling, they came into the room, they were looking for weapons. They broke our new, the door down. A year later, they took our land. I saw them push and shove and kick and beat I saw my friends injured and killed my cousins were killed they're imprisoned you know, my cousin is sentenced to 400 years in prison yeah 400 years right and for what for being a Palestinian if they stuck something to you that's it you're over you're done they get They say oh you did this you did that you did this you did that boom you're done you'll you'll never come out of prison
0: what why did they go into it you said can you continue the story of the house yeah. so they came into the house looking for weapons Looking
1: for a gun, that's it Uh, We grew up with that I grew up, when I was a kid uh, One of the settlers actually was passing by He saw my brother on the street uh, Little brother He grabbed my brother And my brother was about I I think I was like, at that time I might have been seven years old And my brother was like five And he literally grabbed my brother in a chokehold Little five-year-old And he put a gun to his head in front of my mom, in front of my aunt, in front of everyone, he said, "You want me to kill him, right? That's trauma right there. You know, you don't grow up normal. You why? know, why did he do just that? Be, just because he said. I think some somebody, you know, he was passing through a village. Someone threw a rock at his car, and he just wanted to come out and and, and threaten. You know, uh, you know, he started shooting around. Got I got shot at before. You know, <laughs> like like you don't grow up like you're twelve. I'm twelve years old, and I hear bullets flying over my head and I had to hide behind something so I don't get shot. You know, this is just me who lived in Palestine for five years. Imagine someone, I lived in the West Bank, I didn't even live in Gaza. Imagine a Palestinian that's been there their whole life, their whole entire life. You know how hard it was for me to overcome this trauma? You know, when I, I remember when I got married, I, uh, my wife was from, is from Brooklyn, right? I'm from New Jersey. So Brooklyn is obviously the, the Jewish capital of America. And she lived right in the center of the Jewish neighborhood, like in Borough Park, right? And I remember going there when I was engaged and whenever my, uh, you know, whenever I went to pick her up or to visit, we sit in the car and then, you know, every time I'll see like a group of Jews and, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll grab my, I'll have to hold myself, right? It it took me a while to feel uh to feel like normal around jews to feel like these are other people of another faith right these aren't the ones that shot at me these aren't the ones that tried to kill me these aren't the ones that bombarded my house these aren't the ones that stole my land you, do you get it uh, and for a palestinian uh, a palestinian has to deal with all this baggage right uh they i think the a recent diagnosis they went and they said most palestinians have ptsd most Palestinians uh, Went through these traumas in their life You know, like my kids right now Okay, we go visit Palestine, eventually they're Going to grow up and, and they're, they're going to have friends There, and then they're going to know Oh, what happened to Uncle Fulan? Oh, he got Shot. Oh, what happened to this? Oh, he He's in jail. Oh, when's he going to Come out? Oh, he's never going to come out. He's sentenced To like 100 years 200 years, 300 years in prison They literally keep their Bodies. I don't know if you know this no Yeah my, my cousin His body After he died Was sentenced In prison He's still there Apparently In in a refrigerator
0: Oh so 400 yeah. years Like actually yeah. Actually yeah Your dead body's even yeah, In yeah, prison like, after uh, 400 yeah. years Yeah Not 400 years. I mean the, not four. The,
1: the one that was sentenced 400 years He's still alive But this other one He's sentenced to like I think five or 600 And his body's still there What Frozen They wouldn't even give it Back to bury it That's yeah. insane It is insane and my one of my other cousins um uh, mohammed at one of the checkpoints they just randomly shot him and they were doing this in the west bank for a long time by the way they took his body and they took some organs out of him and they brought him back and apparently palestinians are like the organ drive for them when they when they're looking for organs they go shoot palestinians and and take them and it's normal for a palestinian to get their dead family member mainly young 18 19 20 years old with their chest cut open wow. and missing organs yes people don't know about this stuff this is day-to-day business for a palestinian we hear just two days ago four of my cousins got shot in the west bank they're not even in gaza just two days ago you know uh, <laughs> this is this these Akbar, these this news is normal for us and it's so sad that it's normal it said, like, and when, and when you talk to Palestinian, he could talk about it and hold himself together.
0: It and you took, said when, yeah. when you would see Jewish background people in America in the beginning, yeah. in the when beginning, you first moved in. Yes. How did you feel? You felt fear or you felt anger? It, it, was,
1: it, was, it was both. You would see them completely different. What's interesting, look, one time I, went to, I was in Palestine. I was driving in a car with my wife and my kids. I was going to another town, just to let you know. I got stopped on a checkpoint they were searching all the cars taking the guys out sometimes they you know they they arrest they jail they beat they do all types of stuff sometimes they 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 ask you for paperwork they they check the paperwork they're like let let me see this um if if, if it's all good if you live in that village or town they they let you go through uh or if they they doubt why you're there they might question you in a prolonged way you know so when i was going to this village it's not my village my friend lived there I stopped And the guy's like uh, Give me uh, your your hawia. But he, he was saying it in, in Hebrew So I'm like uh, I don't speak Hebrew man Can you talk to me in English He's like oh okay I can talk to you in English I'm like man you sound like You sound like a New Yorker And he's like I am a New Yorker I'm like where are you from Borough Park He's like no William, Williamsburg I'm like dude I, I, I live there You know I'm just here to visit He's like, oh, where, which street? And I I started like exchanging. And this guy actually is a Jew from Brooklyn that went there to Israel, got his citizenship, because every Jew gets citizenship, by the way. You'd be born in Palestine, but you'll never receive a passport or a, 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 a hawiyah, a document to enter Palestine. But a Jew from Brooklyn that never been... To Palestine Doesn't know what it's about Can go and receive Citizenship And rights over My land More than I have mm. Just like that So he's there And I'm like I want to ask you a question He's like What's up I'm like Would you do this to me In Brooklyn If I actually met you In the streets of Brooklyn He's like Yeah hey, just be like Another dude You know I'm like Yeah And you will be too You know So So what makes it different He's like You know We're just here we're so you, you can just go man It's alright You know just, you know, I just passed But this is what you're getting It's so weird, you know Because I, I actually met people like that So when I'm walking in Brooklyn I actually didn't know who's around me You know, I could literally be in a Jewish neighborhood And this guy killed like 20, 20 people in my town And I don't even know it hmm. You know, he's just walking like a regular citizen Right? So I, I, I it took me a long time to kind of get, get over that Right? So, um
0: You know, many Jewish people and Zionists, or maybe that's their excuse or whatever, uh, fear that if Palestinians had their rights, if Palestinians were in in internment camps and caged up, uh, that they would seek revenge, that they would want to Mm. persecute the Israelites Mm. just as much as they have to them. Mm. Uh, What do Palestinians want? Palestinians
1: historically prove that they're too nice. My grandmother told me that, you know, and she lived before 1948. She's like, La grandma, you know, when the Jews came off the ships from Germany, we were in Niafa giving them grapes, giving them food. We gave them a place to live on our plantations. We gave them jobs. We didn't know they had this plan. We were just helping them out. If we knew about this Israel thing, we would have never helped them. But we're just too nice. And I'm telling you, if Israel said, okay, Palestinians, come back to your land and let's make it a a one state, right? Let's say, okay, a, a democratic state. Equal rights to everyone. I honestly don't think Palestinians would be as much as a problem to the Israelis As the Israelis are to the Palestinians It's not us that have the arrogance It's them It's not us that want Like We want our land back They want us off the land
0: yeah.
1: Do you get it? So it's it's a completely different mindset It's
0: not you guys that have the supremacy
1: yeah, yeah. it's the a, com, hatred Yeah, it's a completely different mindset You know Like uh, your property can be given back Like okay, I have a house I'm fighting for my house But if you offer me to buy it like, Okay, I'll sell it you know what i'm saying like tell everyone give them the, the 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 right to come back every palestinian should have the right to come back to their village to their town to their land right and once you give them the right to come back and they're living in their land if they want to sell it to somebody from china they could sell it they want to sell it to an israeli they could sell it they want to sell it to someone from america they, you know this is their right though it's their right to this land
0: so you're you saying know, the Israeli cause is for Jews only, and the Palestinian cause is for everyone, including for everyone.
1: Jews. It's for everyone, including Jews. Uh, it, we don't have a problem coexisting with Jews.
0: Right? They have a problem coexisting. It, historically,
1: with you? historically, Muslims in general never had an issue. They lived their golden ages during our during Islamic reign. Hmm. We have a track record, a proven track record. They're the ones that don't. Hmm. You know, their track record the opposite.
0: So Palestinians yeah. would actually welcome uh, a country, not just a state, but a country that has Palestinians and Jews living together. And Christians. And Christians. Yeah, yeah. And yeah I don't think any Palestinian would
1: have an issue so long as this land, historically known as Palestine, is Palestine. Hmm. Right? And this land is governed by its people, the people who are from it. Right, and not people who come from other countries and other states right? that don't know anything about the land just receive citizenship like that and are expected to you know, they're literally shopping around they have booths I remember in Brooklyn, they used to have a table on the street and they used to be like want to go to Israel, prove that your mom or dad is a, is a Jew and get citizenship right now wow, yeah literally and me as a Palestinian, I'm like man I wish I could get citizenship right have I can't even fly to the airport, <laughs> you know? Can't yeah. even go to the airport. That's 15 minutes from my village. <laughs> mm. You know, what I'm saying I have to go through custom and then Jordan and then this and that. Like back in that those days, right? So, it was. Uh, it's a very tough situation. We're living. We uh, no, I think no one knows truly what a Palestinian lives like. I would. I wish I could just have a go. You know, those GoPro, those cameras, just attach them to me and and just show them my experience, my daily experience. Let me call my parents, call my cousins, talk to them, watch the news that I'm watching, travel to visit my parents in Palestine, right? And come back and and let them see that whole process. That's it, I'm just another American that's just, uh, an American, a Palestinian American that's going to visit Palestine, right? If they see that, they're gonna believe. They're going to know what's up.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So hey, That's a good idea. People yeah. should do that. So why, uh, why, why do Israelis want to get rid of Palestinians and commit a genocide against them? So
1: our struggle as Palestinians is against Zionism, right? The belief that this land belongs to a certain people, right? That it only has to be for them. And it's not like none of us are entitled to this land, to them. And unfortunately, a lot of people bought into the Zionist narrative because they control a lot of, you know, assets. They're they're very wealthy. You know, they, they have influential positions in a lot of governments uh, in a lot of like economies of of certain countries and whatnot. So it's easy to be a Zionist, right? Because because everybody wants to get paid out and everybody wants that wants to have that pull, right? Uh, but Palestine is 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 like it's. A true and just cause to anyone with a conscience right everybody who studies the the political situation in Palestine knows very well that the Palestinians uh, have a just cause and that they're the rightful owners of this land and they deserve to go back to their homes and they have been unjustly treated right since uh, 1948 till today. So, you know, to be honest with you, uh, Mahmoud, I, I, I just feel like people that don't read history will never really know the situation. People that just go to synagogue, go to church, and they hear their preachers speak, right, or they just turn the TV on and listen to mainstream media, they are not going to know what is wrong with, uh, with Palestine or why this conflict is going on. All they're going to see is the, the images that the Zionist propaganda chooses to portray of the Palestinians. And when you collectively put that together, that's how you get hate. You know, yesterday we, we, we saw the news in Chicago, right? Uh, a, a man just goes and stabs a child 26 times. A, a little Palestinian child. Yeah. He stabs him 26 times and he said, you don't deserve to live. So this is the result of the... The propaganda
0: and that blows my mind how is it that this has gotten to this level where gaza is recognized by the united nations mm. as the world's largest outdoor prison yeah uh there's a curfew for palestinians there is a certain amount of diet they have dietary restrictions how many assets of food is allowed yeah. into the the strip it's determines so- how much each one can eat right um they they control the, the water Israelis control mm-hmm. the water They control everything Palestinians mm-hmm. can't even leave the Gaza Strip As they please or go No, they can't So how is that reality Able to be shifted Into, into a narrative That allows people to end up hating Palestinians Who are being oppressed
1: mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, it kind of shows
1: you how You know, money talks Like they say, right? They got the money They got the money The Palestinians don't have anything, right? Like Israel is, is funded by the United States and by other strong, you know, superpowers, the UK, France, and different countries. They all pay their dues to Israel, right? And I think the world feels like they need to settle it, but they can't settle it because there's so much at stake. It's such a sensitive region.
0: Yeah, Rahim, can you pull up, there, there'll there be on uh, the saved, an uh, image of Biden, and when you find that, just, what Biden said here was so interesting. There, there we go, go up, right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look what he says here.
2: Whether or not an Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest in the region. It is the best... Three billion dollar investment we not in Israel the mm-hmm. United States
0: of America It's the best three billion dollar investment yeah in it it
1: it is because that that's what they see it as, you know um for the United States and for the west, Israel is a is a strong ally, a strong ally and a genuine ally. why? because uh it's not unlike the other countries in the region, this isn't a government that is imposed on a people that are disconnected from the West. Do you get what I'm saying? Like when you look around in the region, you may have a government or a leader, a dictator, a king, a monarch, whatever it is, that pays their allegiance to the West, supports the West, but it, it isn't necessarily the case for the population that they're governing or ruling, right? Uh, whereas in Israel, these, this body, this state, that was established became a, a a government and a people that pay their allegiance to the West, right and and therefore they're a more genuine ally right And you know because they came from the West and they're educated in the West and which made gave them an edge over the people of the region that weren't. Uh, as educated as they are, hence why Israel uh, produces a lot, you know, in 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 technology, in the biomedical field, and whatnot. They have a lot of research, a lot of inventions, but the Zionists pretty much hijacked this religion, this faith, right, to uh, for f- to establish what they want, right, and to get what they want. And it's unfortunate that they took this this the, the, this group uh, of of people that believe in god right that believe in one of the scriptures that god revealed right and they they're using it to to justify their presence and their occupation and their 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 oppression of a whole people right and 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 it's it's what their god tells them not to do in their divine scripture right so if they were just to go back to the torah and follow it that would be better for them, but it's unfortunate, they took it over, and they, they found their extreme interpretations, just like you have, you know, certain people that misinterpret, uh, you know, uh, quotes from the Quran, and from the Sunnah, and Islam, you have these like extreme groups that come with these extreme ideologies that don't represent mainstream Islam, right, uh, you have the same thing, but the only thing is, you know, how, how in Islam, when like ISIS came out, and they had their own, you know, twisted understanding of Islam, and whatnot, you know, it, it kind of grows, and then so that's it. Islam levels it out, you know. The mainstream Muslims don't accept it. We can't digest that extremism. Islam is just so uh, versatile, you know. It's strong, it's robust. You can't just come in and hijack it. But it's unfortunate. The Zionists literally hijacked that whole religion right now, and they're using it as a plight. They're just using it to take over. And, and,
0: and Zion is, yeah, yeah. Zionism is a political... Movement. Purely political movement. movement,
1: yeah, with with worldly, uh, I guess, material uh gains in their sight. Like they don't, they don't care about the religion. They don't care about the the the, the practicing Jew and what they. No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, look at every president of Israel from the beginning till the end. they're they they haven't been, to my knowledge. You know, and somebody could prove me wrong, but. Uh, To my knowledge, they've always been from, like, the Ashkenazi Jews and and these other Jews that were attributed to Judaism way later on. They aren't from, like, the 12 tribes, Hmm. right, uh, of the Israelites. They're like Eastern Europeans. Yeah, they're like Eastern European. It's not, it's, you know, so. Uh, usted Murad Awad. Yes, sir.
0: Do you have any final comments, anything for us? Um,
1: I think, um, you know, just to wrap this all up, I really appreciate... uh, this discussion and the questions that you posed, I believe that they're very important, and I, I'm, I'm, I was happy to be on this podcast, and I look forward to to watching this episode and what you what you're gonna do with it, you know. <laughs> uh, so I, I just wanna, you know, tell the viewers one thing. Yeah. I want to tell the viewers, send a message. Sure, sure. Be fair. Be just. Be with the oppressed. Be with the oppressed and not the oppressor. Be a human before anything else. Because we are humans before anything else. And respect human life, innocent human life, and appreciate it equally. And when you do that, you'll truly understand the Palestinian cause and you'll feel it with the Palestinians. But until that, you know, I pray for you and I pray for everybody out there that, you know, God... Guides us to the straight path. Amen. amen.
0: amen. Thank, you. So, thank you so much for coming Thanks, on the man. podcast. Oh, I hope, hope you do. enjoy it. Actually, course, I, I really do hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy. I, enjoyed I know it. we enjoyed having of course, you, enjoyed it, thank, thank, thank you. Of course, I enjoyed it, man. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be playing a, a couple other videos about Palestine. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. This kid says this beautifully.
2: I would, I, I would like to add my voice to the chorus here today in opposition to this ridiculous resolution. At a time when the rest of the world is condemning Israel for committing war crime after war crime, Chicago is fiddling around on whether to condemn Hamas. By doing so, Chicago will be doing its part in enabling the genocide of Palestinians. And this resolution acts like it's on the side of innocent civilians. So in that case, I'd like to add, are you considering a resolution condemning Israel for what using white phosphorus against the civilian population? Are you considering condemning Israel for its planned war crime, of forced removal of one million Palestinians from northern Gaza? Are you going to condemn them for cutting off food, water, and electricity to Gaza? Another war crime called collective punishment. Did it ever cross your mind to condemn Israel when they assassinated Palestinian journalist Shireen Abu Akleh in broad daylight, or when they brutalized the people carrying her coffin peacefully, or when Israeli snipers killed innocent peaceful protesters throughout the march of return? Did the people in office before you ever consider condemning Israel at any point since its inception Would it cram a country full of people into a 60-mile corner of their own country, creating the largest concentration camp in history, the largest open-air prison in the world? The answer is a resounding no. You never considered it, nor did your ancestors. But unfortunately for you, times have changed. The world is increasingly aware of the crimes of Israel and increasingly aware of the framework of politicians who enable their continued apartheid by resolutions such as these. And in a city like Chicago, with majority black and brown people who have experienced the apartheid-like conditions of oppression in the United States, a generation of young people have emerged who understand immediately that we have everything in common with the Palestinian people and nothing in common with the brutal Zionists under who they suffer. A generation of people who are not surprised when we find out that our politicians, up to our president, spread lies about 40 babies being beheaded in order to rationalize genocide. We're only surprised that they're forced to walk those lies back. But of course, the damage is done. People are still spewing the debunked lies about rape and massacre of babies, even here in this very meeting, when actually there is endless evidence of Israel having killed over 500 babies in the last 48 hours alone. Having dropped more bombs in 24 hours than the U.S. dropped on Afghanistan in one year. And finally let it be known that condemning the attack as the actions of some fringe group misses the point of what's going on the attacks were carried out by a broad coalition of groups from every section of palestinian society not just hamas that coalition represents a people determined to attain freedom at any cost and they have arrived at this point in the face of a broad coalition of right-wing zionists and their supporters like those in the city council who would start a meeting with a prayer calling for their attempt at freedom a second holocaust were so silent you could hear a rat piss on cotton when innocent, peaceful Palestinians are annihilated day in and day out like the Native Americans of this country. If it were another time, these same people would be condemning Africans for rebelling against their slave masters during slavery, such as Nat Turner or in the Haitian Revolution. Thank you. Wow,
0: that was powerful, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Was that. Powerful. It sportless. was so powerful. I, I, I said I have to mention yeah. it on this podcast, what you said. Mm.